Hello and welcome to the September audiobook edition of the Kirkgate Messenger, the monthly magazine produced by Kirkgate Church in Saltcoats. I hope you've had an enjoyable summer with all the good weather we've had. With the restrictions easing, some things are now restarting within our church family, and you'll hear about those shortly. Our readers this month are our minister, the Reverend Nigel Chicania, Vivian Bruce, Jean Rainey and Chrissy Bailey. Pastor Oleta. Dear Kegged family, two weeks back from leave and yet it feels like I never stopped working. I guess most of us feel the same when it comes to taking a break from work. You never get enough. My time off was indeed a refreshing break for both me and the family. When I announced to the world that we were going to spend a few days with our friends in London, he immediately welcomed the idea with his wish list. On this list, we're seeing the London Bridge and going to the famous uh, Science Museum. And he pleaded that I book him 10 minutes with the Queen. I said yes to everything. The trip was packed with more business than pleasure. But thanks to our friend Ruth and her daughter Ninati, who made it into a memorable holiday. This was our first long trip with the two boys and we had a lot to worry about and a lot of what ifs. I must say thanks to Saviors, he had the whole trip planned and before we knew it, we landed at Gatwick Airport and soon found our way to the central London, our home for a few days. My first glimpse of hope for our world was when we almost left one of the bags behind as we hopped into the train. A woman rushed to us and screamed, You left the bag! And with a big smile, I rushed to pick it up and we were soon on our way. I kept saying to my family, This is God at work through his people, as I could not imagine us without this bag which had everything we needed for the trip. Thanks be to God for this good Samaritan. As the world's wish list was being fulfilled, I can't forget the day when we saw London Bridge. I watched with interest as the world's face fell with disappointment, as if saying, so what is the big deal with London Bridge? Our next stop turned his sadness into joy as he watched the changing of the guards at Buckingham Palace. We were all bombarded with questions, most of which we could not answer. That was us, and soon the world was King Shakalu, and Ninati, our friend's daughter, was the Queen Shakalo, names made up by our, our creative children. What a time we had. I could not wait to share some of these experiences with you. God has been faithful in some of the smallest things, and for that we are grateful. I know it is still unclear as to when we, we can all meet in our church, but our God reigns. It will be done soon. During our time in London, I found myself reflecting on this question. What keeps me going in such a season like we find ourselves in right now? The passage of scripture that has spoken to me is Romans 15 verse 18, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. As you may be aware, 
when you start to feel depressed, reasoning does not seem to get you far, and it is often easier to try to hold on to few verses of the Bible truths. Perhaps the best sermon we can all preach to ourselves this morning or this month is the following three words, hope in God. The unfortunate part is that hope does not just come, we need to preach it to each other. This week, I found these words resonating with me. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation. Psalm 42, verse 5. I'm encouraged by how the psalmist especially wrestled, fought, and maintained hope in God. The two evils specified in this psalm are discouragement and uneasiness of the soul. When we are discouraged, we are not free of a feeling of uneasiness, which leads us to mama and complain. The remedy to both is here added hope in God, which alone inspires our minds in the first place with confidence in the midst of the greatest troubles. In what follows, David very well expresses the power and nature of hope by these words. I shall yet praise him, for it has the effect of elevating our thoughts to the contemplation of the grace of God when it is hidden from our view. I therefore encourage you all that, though it may be uncomfortable at times, this is a time to be strong and courageous and to trust in a God who will never leave or forsake his people. We have a lot to be thankful for, the gift of life and of each other. So, during this time, let us seek after the Lord together. Let us care for one another. Yours, Nigel Chukane. Crossreach. I am still working in Kilner Hall at Air four days a week, but hopefully a new manager is taking up the post soon and I will be able to cut back to two days again. South Beach House and Kilner Hall are opening up slowly to the outside world again. This has been a slow progress as we have to ensure the safety of the residents at all times. Both gardens have been enhanced over the summer and the residents have been out enjoying short walks. We are also again open to some activities, so the activity coordinators are looking to fill the event programmes and of course hopefully we will be able to enjoy Christmas this year as we start to look to this like any other year. It will be here before we know it. Both homes have staff vacancies, so if you know someone wanting to work in the care section, send them along or get in touch with Crossreach. Margaret Cassidy Prayer page. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, the way, the truth and life, we pray today for those who seek truth. The truth about themselves, about others, about this world we live in, about you. Lord, in our mercy, hear our prayers. We pray for those who study and research into the workings of our universe the deep mysteries of life, the complexities of this world and the mechanics of science. Give them insight and humility, patience and understanding. 
Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We pray for those who cannot face the truth, who find it too challenging, too depressing, too frustrating or too frightening to contemplate. Give them courage and help, hope and perseverance. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We pray for those who deny the truth, twisting and distorting it, leading others astray, blind to right and wrong. Give them honesty to recognise their mistakes and grace to amend them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. We pray for those who work to help people come to terms with truth. Counsellors, psychiatrists, ministers, writers, doctors and nurses, philosophers. Give them compassion and sensitivity, understanding and inspiration. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. For in your name we ask it. Amen. Under the title of Friendship, Alison Buick has sent in an item. True happiness consists not in the multitude of friends, but in the worth and choice. I keep my friends as misers do their treasure. Because of all things granted by us, by wisdom, none is greater or better than friendship. You will never have a friend if you must have one without a fault. Thank you, Alison. Kirk Session. We are pleased to report that due to the reduction of the two metre social distancing to one metre, we are able to revert to having one service on a Sunday morning. This is held at 10.45, which was our normal time for morning worship before the pandemic. These services have been well attended and for this reason it is still a requirement that you book your seat by contacting MIMA on 01294 602410. We are allowed to sing and we have decided to do this while seated to minimise movement. Masks must still be worn and we do ask that people remain in their seat and do not walk around the hall to chat, although we appreciate that this is tempting. We are still making our Sunday service available to those unable to join us in the hall. You can join in live on our YouTube channel, watch the video recordings as well as audio on the phone line. And details of how to access these can be found on the website and elsewhere in the Messenger. The Sacrament of Holy Communion will be celebrated at our service on Sunday the 12th of September and also at the Thursday morning service on Thursday the 16th of September. If you are watching or listening from home, you might like to have some bread and wine or juice handy for this. I would like to take this opportunity to thank the many people who have helped in lots of different ways to keep things running smoothly for our congregation throughout the pandemic. I am not going to name names because I would almost certainly miss someone out, but we all appreciate what you are doing however small it seems to you. Our harvest appeal this year will go to Christian Aid because we were unable to support them by having a lunch in May. 
We will celebrate harvest on Sunday the 26th of September. Classes will be held soon for any who are interested in exploring becoming members of the church. If you know of anyone who might be interested, please encourage them to come along. A personal invitation is more likely to bear fruit than an intimation. Vivian Bruce, Session Clark From the Editor Welcome to the September edition of The Messenger. We've enjoyed our little break from printing, but all geared up again for receiving your interesting articles. The next deadline date for contributions is the 26th of September at the very latest, please. Please keep us informed of any special birthdays, anniversaries or any other special events that you hear about. You might want to share a story about a special trip you took since restrictions were lifted. You'll find lots of other information to keep our church family informed on the website. Please feel free to email me at elizabeth.mcmahon at talktalk.net or send a written copy if you don't use a computer. Elizabeth McMahon, Editor. Kirkgate Family, Keeping Connected The church is wherever God's people are seeking to reach out and touch folk wherever they are. Hello to all. Good to be back in the messenger after the summer break. We have been so blessed with glorious sunny days this year, and even now in late August, the weather is warm and sunny, which has allowed us to fully enjoy and appreciate the beautiful part of the coast we are fortunate to live in. The pastoral tear team, volunteer callers and Nigel have continued to keep Kirkgate connected with calls, chats and craft team cards. We welcome two baby girls into Kirkgate this summer and wish the families much happiness and joy as they watch their new additions grow. We continue to pray for all those ill in hospital, unwell at home, those living alone, folk in care and residential homes and those bereaved and mourning the loss of a loved one. As always, sincere thanks to you, Nigel, our minister, all in the care pastoral care team, our volunteer callers and our hard-working creative cart team. Evelyn Green, Pastoral Care Coordinator. Pastoral Care Contacts. The pastoral care team are working very hard behind the scenes. Please keep the team up to date with information about people who need pastoral care or support at this difficult time for everyone. Please don't assume they already know. They would rather hear several times over than not at all. The main contacts are Alison Buick, 01294 464 531, Morag Forsyth, 01294 and Jennifer Fox, 01294-465-947. Digital and printed copies of the Kirkgate Messenger. If you would like to receive the Kirkgate Messenger by email, then please send an email to messenger at kirkgatechurch.org.uk and we'll add you to the mailing list for the next edition. 
If you know of any member who would like to receive a printed copy of the Kirkgate Messenger, we are asking for a small donation towards the postage, a pound per issue, billing annually in February. Contact the editor to be added to the mailing list. Thank you. Keeping in touch with Kirkgate. Sunday Midweek Services Our Sunday service is now held at 10.45am. With one metre social distancing in our hall, we can now accommodate 33 people, as opposed to 18 at our services. The service will still be available online, live via YouTube, with a recording available afterwards on the website. Twilio phone service on 01294 444201 and podcasting channels. It is still necessary to reserve your seat in advance by contacting Mima McSwan on 01294 602410 and it is equally important to let Mima know if your plans change and you will not be coming as there may be a waiting list for other folk wishing to attend. The midweek Thursday service continues at 10.30am with seat reservations still required by phoning MIMA. The weekly online chat session. Our weekly chat session via Zoom continues every Tuesday morning from 10.30am to 11.30am. It's an informal meeting that anyone can join in if you just want to blether with someone whilst having your morning cuppa. You can join for a few minutes or stay for the hour. The choice is yours. To join our Zoom meetings, visit www.zoom.us and click Join a Meeting and entering in the following meeting ID and passcode. The meeting ID is 645-176-4317 and the passcode is 2021. You can also dial in to Zoom by phone if you don't have access to a computer or a webcam. The number for that is 0131 460 1196 and enter the meeting details as above. The calls are charged at your usual rate for UK landline numbers which are often free for 60 minutes, depending on your telephone service provider. Prayer Group The monthly prayer group, which was held on Zoom, will now begin meeting in the hall after morning worship on the first Sunday of every month, starting on Sunday the 5th of September. Anyone wishing to take part in this short time of prayer will be made most welcome. The Twilio Phone Service Please remind anyone who maybe doesn't have access to the internet that our Twilio phone service on 01294 444201 is available to them as its usage has dropped significantly over the past few months. There are two options currently available on it. Press 1 to listen to the weekly Sunday service or press 2 to listen to an audio version of this magazine. And the church website and Facebook page are www.kirkgatechurch.org.uk 
or www.facebook.com forward slash Church. Prayer Group The prayer group will once again be able to meet after the Sunday services. This will commence on the 5th, the first Sunday in September, and monthly thereafter. If you can attend, that would be wonderful. The more, the merrier. But if you can't and want a prayer for someone, something, or even yourself, drop me an email at m-cassidy2 at sky.com or phone me on 01294 605535 and I will be more than happy to pray for you. Margaret Cassidy Church and Community The only event the Church and Community Committee organised, along with the fundraising convener, over this past 18 months was the afternoon tea delivery, which everyone enjoyed, as you would see from the photographs in The Last Messenger. With winter just around the corner and restrictions being slowly lifted, now is the time to get together and to make up a timetable of events that can involve everyone in the church and many in our communities. I have a couple of our congregation happy to join the group, but I am needing many more to arrange and help out when we stage these events. I am hoping to meet with the group after our next session meeting, so please forward me your name and join a group that will put our church out there where people will notice us and see what we can do for our community. Margaret Cassidy Craft Team We hope you've all enjoyed the lovely weather we've had during the summer. The team had a well-earned rest from card making and some of us managed to put our craft things away for a few weeks. Even though we'd stopped for the holidays, we still managed to take orders for special cards and sales of our normal stock went well. As a result, we will be able to donate £200 to church funds this month. The team are now starting to think about Christmas, which seems a long way off, but always arrives quicker than expected. Thank you for your continued support and please feel free to contact any of us for cards, which we are still happy to deliver to your door. Cards can also be bought directly from Jean Hay, 18 West Dowra Avenue, as she still has the card stock at home. Stay safe. Jean, Jennifer, Solvig, Carol, Anne, Christine and Phyllis. Safeguarding. We would wish that, like to wish the very best to all those members who volunteer through the safeguarding scheme. There are still a few who have not yet done the basic training or are due for refresher training. Several dates have been organised by Presbytery over the next few months. If you are one of those, please contact either Elizabeth Howie or Christine Ewing and we will organise a session for you. The Treasurer's Report the balance of accounts as at 25th of August 2021 were as follows. In the general account, £10,106. In the fabric account, £35,700, which includes money transferred from Edinburgh Reserve towards the refurbishment. The Knoxland request, £5,228.84. 
the session discretionary fund, £559 and one penny. The session benevolent fund, £225. The minister's benevolent fund, £3,212. Mrs. Reid fund, £256. Organ fund, £2,335. Mrs. Irvin's bequest, £1,000. Mrs. Lockie's bequest, £500. The amount collected by standing orders, checks and collections for the month from March to July were as follows. March, standing orders and checks, 4,156. Plate, £561. April, standing orders and checks, £3,394. The plate, £1,254. Me. Standing orders and checks, £2,666. Plate, £1,051. June, standing orders and checks, £3,463. The plate, £1,209. July, standing orders and checks, £2,657. And in the plate, £1,446. Can I say a huge thank you to all the members of our congregation who have kept up with their collections and made donations despite all the restrictions that we have been facing just now. It is very much appreciated and allowed all our bills to be paid as unfortunately we still have to be settled. Thank you to everyone who has sent me cheques or their envelopes which I have credited to the bank. If anyone wishes to take out a standing order... Please contact me either by phone on 01294 464933 or by email treasurer at kirkgatechurch.org.uk. Take care everyone and stay safe. I hope everyone has enjoyed the beautiful weather we've had this summer. And that's signed by Jean Rainey. Don't forget you can raise extra funds for the church by Amazon Smile and easyfundraising.org.uk at no extra cost to yourself. Lycewood Shoebox Appeal 2021 Appeal from our Kirkgate Shoebox Ladies Thanks to everyone who brought boxes for covering over the summer months. That has allowed us to catch up after the restrictions of last year and we are ready to proceed as usual. Please find printed below a copy of the label which has to be completed for every box. Please use this as a guide when buying. You will note that the top section details items which are now deemed as essential for each box while the lower section gives a wider variety of useful items which can make up a, a suitable gift for different genders and age groups. Please also note the restrictions detailed on the checklist. We would be pleased to receive your donations for packing from now onwards. Financial donations are also welcome as it helps us to buy basic items if there is a shortage. Should you want to pack a box yourself, you can collect one from the church. Boxes need to be completed by the end of October as they are collected the first week in November.
on the checklist, the essential items, all items must be new. You need to include the following items highlighted in this top box. Toothbrush and toothpaste. Hat, scarf, gloves. Soap, underwear, socks, tights. A small toy for boys and girls, such as cars, dolls, balls. Please only include new shop-bought toys. Sweets, no chocolate or any other food. Best before dates, no earlier than the 31st of March next year. No loose sweets, lollies or undated bags of sweets. Do not include used or damaged items. War-related items such as toy guns or knives or military figures. Handmade or knitted stuffed toys. Chocolate or any food other than sweets. Chocolate eclairs and chocolate limes are not allowed. Books that are mainly words should also not be included. Toiletries. Please, no talcum powder. You could have shampoo, soap, shower gel, face cloth, moist wipes, deodorant, moisturising cream, comb, brush, sanitary products or shaving foam or razors. Under miscellaneous, new makeup, sewing equipment, household candles, screwdrivers, pliers, kitchen utensils. Under stationery, pens, pencils, sharpener, notepads, colouring books, rulers, rubbers. Under clothes and other items, t-shirts, pyjamas, jumpers, shirts. Further information can be found at www.blyswith.org. Arrow Shoebox Appeal. Harvest Thanksgiving, Sunday 26th September. It was decided at the last Kirk Session meeting that our monetary donations for harvest should go to Christian Aid. Please make cheques payable to our Drossen and Salcoats Kirkgate Parish Church or you may just prefer to donate cash. Either way, please put it in an envelope marked Harvest. Below you can read the plight of one family, but as you know there are many countries where Christian aid reach out to people in poverty. Your donation will make a huge difference to those who have very little. Meet Asanta. We have nothing to eat. We will not have anything to eat in the near future. My family and I worry because we are living in hardship caused by flooding. Life is hard on us with my family. Asanta's farm is flooded, causing destruction of her crops and very little for her and her family to eat. Since last year, floods and drought have caused hunger in the village. The village is now in dire need of urgent humanitarian assistance. Please give what you can to our Global Hunger Appeal to provide urgent support to people facing starvation. It is time to act, now. This is a global emergency. Millions of people in South Sudan are in need of food. We have reached a catastrophic level of hunger. Salome Nantuba 
Head of Global Humanitarian Response at Christian Aid. Join us in prayer. When famine stalks the land, nothing grows. Plants cannot. People cannot. Ideas and dreams cannot. Everything withers and dies. It is a violent aberration of your will for the world and it is multiplied now by conflict, climate change and COVID. God of the flourishing field, there is enough to feed us all. Call us to that sacred sharing, neighbour to global neighbour. Your gifts of food, water, a chance to live the life so delicately crafted by your divine spirit. We will not turn away, but turn towards each other with generosity and a justice-driven compassion that searches for solutions. Famine stalks the land. So may our outrage grow. May our determination steal itself. May our solidarity spur us into action. God of the flourishing field, help us feed each other. Amen. Care and share. I hope you have all enjoyed this lovely spell of weather. Isn't it nice to see the sun again? I am hopeful that with God's blessing, we can resume the Friday lunches soon. The volunteers are all in place and raring to go. The funding is secure and I've started to gather the provisions. All we need now is to fine-tune the logistics of the kitchen and the servery and get the green light from the session. The lunches that we have made out and about are very keen to see us reopen too, particularly as the autumn and winter weather is on the horizon. I've been in touch with Craig Crossworth from the food bank, and when we reopen, we will again be a food bank outlet for those in need. Sadly, I have to share one that one of our faithful volunteers, Mary Carrick, passed away peacefully after a very brief illness. Our thoughts and prayers go out to her family and our grateful thanks to Mary for her caring services with us. Finally, if anyone has a few hours to share on a Friday, please come along and join our happy band, Pam Martin. Argyle Community Shop Meetings continue to be productive and preparations are nearing finalisation. Hopefully by the next time I write, the shop will be open for business. This is a community venture where individuals can pay a small weekly membership fee and can then choose provisions, including fresh meat, fruit and vegetables to their liking. The premises in the Agile Centre, Donaldson Avenue, Salkuts, have been fitted out with shelving and fridges. Some of the shelves are sharing, starting to have stock set out ready. More information will be available in the local press and social media when a grand opening is confirmed. Pam Martin Ragback Collection Elma Hunter has once again arranged for the bag collection to take place to raise money for the church at no cost to yourself. The collection date is Tuesday the 26th of October. 
but any filled bags should only be brought to the church the week before, please, as we have limited storage space at present. You will find bags in the hallway for you to take away and fill with all the stuff you have cleared out of your cupboards and wardrobes during the lockdown. So we look forward to many bags. A few restrictions apply. No cushions, no duvets, no pillows and no soft toys. What's good are any kind of clothes, sheets, blankets, towels or any material goods. Please also remember to place any shoes in a separate bag. Property report. Unfortunately, no summer respite for the property issues at Kirkgate. But it is good to be in a position to bring everyone up to date with progress on several fronts. Not every item is good news, but we can report that progress is being made in a number of areas. Church roof. We have been victims of lead thieves on two occasions now over the past two months. Lead is an expensive item and thieving at this level is something that Kirkgate cannot afford. Roofguard will be covering parts of the lead on the roof with smart water, a product that has been recommended by our insurers and approved by the police. It is a forensic system to help protect metals from theft. Let us hope it is effective. Outside the church gates. A subsidence in the pavement outside the front gates appeared recently and as it was a safety concern, it was reported to North Ayrshire Council. When the local roads were being resurfaced in the last couple of weeks, the council checked out the the subsidence before repairing and resurfacing the area. The continuing leakage at the church gates has also been reported to North Ayrshire Council. An acknowledgement has been received and now awaiting an update on the situation. Gas meter. Our long-awaited new gas meter was installed and connected in mid-August. This unit is now large enough to supply our gas need for the foreseeable future. Electrical meter. We have been informed that our electrical meter will be switched over to a smart meter, all going well on the 9th of September. Phase 2. I think we are all aware that for the first two to three months of work in phase two, all moved very speedily indeed. And it was the view of the contractors that the project could possibly be completed by the end of July or early August. As you will have gathered, this has not been the case. We have had several weeks of limited action on site and that has been disappointing. Certainly, a lack of parts for some items have contributed to the delay along with a difference of opinion, recourse for decorating the sanctuary. After a meeting with the project manager, agreement has been reached and all parties keen to have the remaining work progressed as fast as possible. Electricians are back on site and work in that field is moving on apace now. The joiner has also arrived to begin building the bulkhead in the sanctuary, so delighted to report positive progress. I'm also very grateful to our treasurer, Jean Rainey, for her unstinting assistance throughout the project. Work outstanding. A wooden cover, which is a bulkhead, is to be built around the lower half of the ground floor of the sanctuary. 
This will cover all pipes, electrical units, where the pew ends were fitted and present a finished look. Painting of the sanctuary in white with alternative colour round the balustrade with the tops of the pillars left as at present. The chancel and doors will be left as at present. Removal of the scaffolding. Repairing, plastering, etc. of the ingos on the balcony windows. Complete the electrical work, which is now well on its way. Lay the new floor tiles on top of the existing floor. Replace the organ pipes, etc. Clean the sanctuary and set it up for use. It may appear to be a considerable amount of work remaining, but I hope and pray it will move quickly and we can return to worshipping in the sanctuary in the near future. My mum Swan. Kirkgate Crafters Hi all. Hope you have enjoyed the good weather and had a lovely summer. If you have been knitting poppies, either for the church poppy fall or for Jill at Berlini Prison, could you please hand them in at the church on a Sunday morning? Or if you know of someone who is coming to church, perhaps ask them to bring them for you. Or give me a ring on 462-504 and I will pick them up. Many thanks for your support. Fiona Liddell Knit a Daffodil As advertised in the June Messenger, we are thinking of a daffodil fall for the sanctuary next Easter. We hope some of you took up the challenge over the summer months. But for those looking for a winter project, please contact Fiona Liddell for the pattern. Also, if you could let her know how are you getting on with them, that would be helpful. Volunteers required. The Sea Salt Gardeners Voluntary Group. Do you enjoy pottering about in the garden? Would you like to help grow fruit and veg? Would you like to help out in the community a few hours a week? We are looking for volunteers to help to maintain these green spaces. Salcoats train station, Argyll Community Garden, Ness Gardens Melbourne Park, South Beach Planters and Salcoats Street Planting. Tuesdays from 11 till 1 and Thursdays also from 11 till 1. For more information, contact Graham on 07 897 Country Dance Club The Country Dance Club has met once a month over the summer to dance outdoors. We are very lucky to be able to dance on the grass in Mary Jack's farm at Arne Old Farm, Porton Cross. When we met in May, we only had eight dancers, as that was the number we could meet socially outdoors at that time. Since then, we've had two sets. We decided to keep numbers at that rather than letting all who wanted to come, as it was easier to manage. It has been so good to see the happy smiling faces. Everyone was so pleased to meet up with their friends again and dance. We had some interesting weather, dull and cold to very hot when we were looking for the shade. The next time we started off with some spots of rain and finished up in sunshine. The two dancing photos are from the day Mary Jack and I got lovely flowers and a box of chocolates which were much appreciated. 
We plan to start get dancing again on Thursday, the 16th of September. As before, we will alternate evenings and afternoons, as some of us have not danced since March last year and others only a few times outdoors or grass. We will be taking things easy and slowly for a while. If you have not danced for many years or never danced, this would be a good time to come back or to start. New members are always welcome, and as are those who can only join in once in a while. Dates and times for the first few weeks are Thursday the 16th of September, 7.30. Thursday the 23rd of September, 2.30. Thursday the 30th of September, 7.30. And Thursday the 7th of October, 2.30. Please contact me for the latest information on masks, etc. That's signed by Elizabeth Harvey. There are letters of appreciation. Cara, Thomas, Stuart, Elizabeth and Gordon McMahon and Janet and Neil Campbell would like to thank everyone at Kirkgate for their prayers, good wishes, cards and presents given and sent to us all on the safe arrival of Darcy Jennifer Elizabeth Fletcher, born the 4th of August 2021. The next letter of appreciation comes from Margaret Cannon. Thank you for the lovely card with good wishes from the Minister, Prayer Group and Pastoral Cares. I am well on the way to recovery. Margaret Cannon. Gardening Report and Thanks We have been blessed with a beautiful warm summer which has brought such joy to many after the long lockdown. The church gardens have appreciated the lovely weather with the roses and plants looking their finest this year. The gardens not only bring joy to the members but to all who pass by Kirkgate showing that life does go on even during and after the dark days of Covid. When you think about all the renovations taking place in the church and the number of building materials that have passed through and round the garden area, it is a testament to the contractors who have shown their respect for the church and its surroundings that damage did not occur. The beauty and diversity of the flowers in the garden doesn't just happen by chance. It is with thanks to the gardening team who year by year take great care in pruning Alistair's roses, planting numerous daffodil bulbs and growing the plants from seed that grace the gardens. To Jean Hay, George and Phyllis Armstrong, Christine Ewing and last but certainly not least Tony Gribbon, our grateful thanks for the time you devote in doing God's work in the gardens during the year and for the joy your work brings to all who pass by our church. The kiss of the sun for pardon, the song of the bird for mirth, one is nearer God's heart in a garden than anywhere else on earth. Thanks to John and Maureen. We owe thanks to John Stewart, who faithfully every week puts the bins out for collection. It may seem a small thing to do, but without people like John ensuring that the bins are out in the street, week by week ready for emptying, it is a service that we could not do without.
Thank you, John. With having the contractors on site and a fair collection of items being binned, the area was becoming untidy, to say the least. Maureen, we owe you our thanks for taking the time and trouble to tidy up that area. It was not a pleasant task to take on, and we are very grateful to you. Mima McSwan Apples A quick request from Stuart McMahon Last year, Stuart tried making some cider with some of his own eating apples and donations of cooking apples from around Ayrshire. The end result was surprisingly tasty and drinkable. This year, many apple crops appear to be quite poor. So if anyone has a surplus of apples this year, particularly eating or dessert apples, then after making your jam or apple pies, Stuart will happily accept them as this will help to sweeten the cider up a bit. And in return, you may get to taste some of the end product at some point next year. Contact Stuart on 01294 603 848 or email stuart at md93.co.uk If you can help, please, it would be most appreciated. Well, that's everything in this month's edition of the Kirkgate Messenger. Many thanks to all our readers, Nigel, Chrissy, Vivian and Jean, and we'll be back next month with the October edition. Until then, cheerio!